scalpel. Here. Sponge. Here. Wait. He's convulsing. He's uh, convulsing. We're oh gonna have to shock him. Oh my God. We're gonna have to shock him. Oh These are the results of a thousand electric volts. A neck with bones. Nurse, we're losing him. Check the pulse. A kid who refused to respect the dogs. Wore spectacles with tape frames and a freckled nose. A corny looking white boy. Scorning and always on me. Cause I was always sick of brawny bullies picking on me. And I might snap. One day just like that. I decided to strike back. Flatten every tire on the bike rack. My first name's... Hello! And welcome to the Quarter 3 Movie Podcast of the movie The Lazarus Effect. My name is Christian Morosky, and I am joined here, as I am joined here every here, by Kelly Wan. <laughs> Kelly Wan? Maybe I should say something. Uh, do you have a tagline for the Lazarus Effect movie that we saw this week? Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. Finally, a movie that taps into our fears of Olivia Wilde. <laughs> Those are some wild fears. Although Cowboys and Aliens kind of did that, too. Not that I saw it. You must you have. I, no, I didn't even Aliens? know she was in that. I did not see that movie. I heard she takes a bath in it, but you can't see anything. Because it's PG thirteen, so it's like in shadow, which seems worse than nothing. Shadow bath? That's my. Yeah. That's going to be my next movie. I'm. I'm going to make the movie called Shadow Bath. Uh, just show the. Just do it. Stop yeah. fucking with me. No, not you. I meant her. All right, I'm with you. Sorry if that came out wrong, Dingus. That's okay. Didn't we see a movie with a lot of nudity in it recently? Uh, that doesn't count. I couldn't enjoy it. I would never stroke it to that movie. Uh. What? Lazarus Effect's hotter than Fifty Shades of Grey. Wow, that goes... Lazarus closer. Effect. There's, the, there's your tagline. <laughs> hotter than? Hotter than Fifty Shades hotter of Grey. Than 50 shades of Grey. You know, you could just say, Curious, Hotter Than Fifty Shades of Grey. It's such a weird title to be a popular title. Because it's got math in it and fog. <laughs> math and Either of which... Math and fog, which is a As opposed to, like, volcanic... Bikini lines and stuff. Volcanic bikini lines. You've so far come up with about seven movie titles tonight. Uh, one of them was Hotter Than. <laughs> yes, Hotter Than. And, and like Bikinis and Fog, I think. All right, Kelly. Oh, yeah, we have many things to discuss. Uh, yes, we do. We have many things well, to discuss. Three. three things. Wait, what was your tagline again? Finally, move the tips into our fears of Olivia Wilde. <laughs> My backup was they invented a serum that causes jump scares. Are you... <laughs> Dude, oh, never mind. I'm with you on your backup. I want to know if Tom saw it, but I guess we can tell me. You can tell me later when we actually talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Okay, I'll let you later, like you wouldn't believe. Keep interrupting you. I apologize. No worries. <laughs> I don't mean to. Then I just keep doing it. Uh, do you get uh, worried when you're watching something with Olivia Wilde in it that you're actually watching something with Olivia Munn in it? <sighs> Olivia Munn's not as good. She's kind of like the Linda Carter version. Did you say Olivia Munn's not as good? As Olivia Wilde to me. Although I like chicks with a little meat on them. And the name Olivia itself is inherently great. Olivia is a super hot name. Wild? I know, but she was a lesbian on the OC. Like, Olivia Munn can't compete with that. Who's the lesbian on the OC? Olivia Wilde. That was her first thing. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with being a lesbian? Nothing. I'm saying that's hotter. Olivia Munn can't compete with that. Oh, all right. Olivia Wilde wins just from that alone. And 
marrying Jason Sudeikis. That's kind of odd. <laughs> Olivia Wilde. She doesn't even. She's. <laughs> She's not really hot like Amber Heard. It's like they're not quite human. You're going to hold Mary Jason Sudeikis against her? No, I don't hold anything against her. But she, her first marriage was like to an Italian prince in a bus on Venice Beach. Did you read that one? Oh, boy. Jeez. See? Right, you win this. You were in this round. League. Even in a bus, she's out of my league. Wow. Jason Sudeikis, though, was like, no, I can be Italian princes. All right, you're you're doing a little weird, like uh, shuffly noise with your microphone, so be careful, okay? I was just thinking about her. All right, did you watch the newsroom at all? Uh, I watched part of the first app, and then I went, yeah, I guess that's true, and then I just, I don't know. I guess that's true. It seemed a little too artificial. Oh, it's completely artificial. Yeah, so I wasn't uh, in the mood, I thought. But I'm a total sucker for Aaron Sar- Sorkin, and um, and that's really my first real expo- uh, extended exposure to Olivia Munn. Uh, and I think I think she's really good in it um, for what she does. And, and you know, again, I'm a, I'm a sucker for Aaron Sorkin, so I kind of like the show. Yeah, I'm a, I like Aaron Sorkin. But she, it's like she was on G4, Attack of the Show, but she was sort of deposed by another girl named Candace Bailey, who was kind of cuter. Um, I really couldn't watch House of Cards, though. Once, once yeah, it stopped being the... What was the... I can't, I can't even remember, remember the original show. <laughs> there was? They, I don't know. The original, original show... Yeah. Before what, Attack of the Show? there was. What was, it, what was Attack of the Show before it was Attack of the Show? I can't even remember what it was now. It was just the show. No, it was with Leo Laporte. Le, Le, uh, oh, God, what was the actual show called? I don't know. You're making me think of MTV shows by mistake. Oh, man. Yeah. Troll he's talking about, Blind Date. Oh, God, I can't even remember what it was, what it used to there be. There was a show before Attack of the Show with the same format. No, it wasn't the same. They didn't even have a format, really. <laughs> it wasn't the same. It was on G4. It was. It was a really great like weird tech show and had uh leo laporte and um kevin what's his name before he got into dig um and it was a really great show and i really loved it and then it became attack of the show with you know with kevin uh Pereira and i guess olivia Munn. I, I forgot that but once it once it became that uh i just Checked totally out. lost my interest but i can't remember what the name of the actual original shows um Oh, screensavers! It was screensavers. What a dork I am! And it was it was Leo Laporte and Patrick Norton, I think, was his name. Uh, and I loved that show. This is this is so many years ago. Good lord! Um, and and then it you know it transmogrified into Attack of the Show, and it just became came sort of a parody of itself. I think. Uh, of course, Leo Laporte came this became this weird. Like, uh, scary kind of guy, dude. But uh, but I loved uh, I love screensavers. I watched screensavers for years. That was one of my favorite shows for a long time. Uh, but then it just fell off the map. But anyway, it's uh, weird to me that you watch Newsroom but not House of Cards. Of the two, not I, having seen Newsroom, I will be happy to watch House of Cards if you actually recommend it. Are you are you actually Fuck recommending yeah. House of Cards to me? I'm done with it. I'm already in withdrawals. I already finished the third season. It's over. I've got nothing left. Nothing. Well, I'm in. I'm in withdrawals too because Parks and Rec is over, and yeah. I'm really super sad. And I fucking love that show so much. And I Lazarus Effect has to tide us over until Chappie. 
Is that what's going to happen? No. All right. But Fifty Shades of Grey tied at a sober till... <laughs> All right, well, speaking of tidying us over, uh, Kelly, um, do you have a IMDb synopsis this week? You know that that thing where you read a synopsis of a movie from IMDb, and then you make me and the listeners guess it. Do you have something like that for this week? Yeah, Fred Linson, a really good one. And yes, I've seen that movie, but I had this other one queued up because it was sort of it's sort of linked, tied in with um, Lazarus Effect, so. All right, cool. So you're going to do your own, but you've got one from yeah, Fred Lynn. That was really good. A couple of our listeners. Sometimes our listeners will send them in to our our email address or to or tweet me out to tell me, hey, we've sent you guys an IMDb opsis. So Fred and Lynn, uh, also known as Fred Bo, uh, sent us an IMDb opsis idea, which you're going to keep for later. In the chamber. But it's a really good movie. So All right, just cool. I have no that, idea what it is. I never like pay attention to what they actually send because I want to guess. For Fred got... Lynn, it's not a contest. It's they said it added, therefore they know what it is. All right. So. Well, just just uh, just giving credit to Fred and Lynn for thank you, Fred and Lynn, for sending that. I don't get enough of them to not give credit. All right. Cool. But you've got one of your own that you're going to read for us now from IMDb. Yeah. Stop me when you think you know the title because that'll make it fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, is that what will happen? Theoretically. All right. Let's go. Doctor Victor Frankenstein. Oh, really? It always right. That doesn't. That could be anything. I know, but I was dead beginning with a name. But there, I mean, I love it when you begin with names that are like Guy Travers said. It just make you say the title of a movie, which to me is the fun part. All right, but is I, I apologize for interrupting you. Go ahead and start again. No, I said interrupt me if you think you know. I Although don't. You, you interrupted me to just protest the words Frankenstein. <laughs> I apologize. My my bad. Wait, was that what you were doing though? You're like, ah, oh, Frankenstein movie. Damn it. No, no, I was, yeah, I was, uh, I was interrupting because whenever it starts with the character name, I think I find that funny. Yeah, it is funny. Doctor Victor Frankenstein dies frozen to death, and the creature buries him at the cemetery of his family. <laughs> it's like Frankenstein wrote it. However, he is attacked by demons. But he kills one of them, and gargoyles save him and take him to a cathedral where the gargoyle order gathers. Oh, holy cats, we saw this movie. We podcasted about it. Oh, yeah, we did. I can't remember what it's told. Oh, yeah, it's, like, it's called, like, The Untold or something. What is it called? <laughs> the Untold, your guess? <laughs> I can't remember. I just, I just remember having to see it and all those gargoyles. It was like a, it was a January movie too, so it was like right after. And it was uh, it was uh, Aaron Aaron what's his name? Eckhart from Battle. Aaron Eckhart was in it. Coming back swinging from Battle L.A. <laughs> Coming back swinging from Battle L.A. IMDb Frankenstein. What what is it called? IMDb Frankenstein. Oh. I am. Fra- oh, I am Frankenstein. That's right. I am Frankenstein. Oh, is that what you think it's called? I mean, do you think "am"s in the title by saying "IMDb"? I win. I. Oh, it's I Frankenstein. Yeah. All right. Very he's good. It. He's telling you the story, even though he's not Frankenstein. IMDb Frankenstein. Very title doesn't make sense anyway. The Queen of the Gargoyles, Lenore. Excuse me. I know the name. <laughs> Lenore. It's spelled L-E-N. L-E-O-N-O-R-E, Leonore. There's no way that's spelled that way. Although with that movie, 
Anyway, she keeps Dr. Frankenstein's journal together with the treasures of the order and gives the name of Adam to the creature. See, the title's wrong again. Count the number of ways the title can be wrong. Then she explains to Adam that there is an ancient war between the gargoyles that are angels and demons under the command of the Prince Niberius. Remember, Dingus? Niberius. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like they think the reader's going, wait... Where's the prince's name? Oh, okay, good. Got it. Thanks. I guess, for... I, guess I, Adam, was a bad name. <laughs> yeah, but... Was it? I, Adam. She also invites Adam to join the gargoyles in the war against demons. You know, like Mary Shelley was going to get around to. But Adam prefers to isolate in a remote place. Yes, Dingus. You heard right. Prefers to isolate. The verb. Two hundred years later, again, it can be uh, Adam returns and finds a modern society. Soon he learns that Nibirius has the intention of creating an army of soulless corpses to be possessed by demons. The scientist Terra is researching a process to create life, and Nibirius is seeking Doctor Frankenstein's journal to help Terra and raise his army. That's the end. <laughs> What's gonna happen? How will all these threads connect? Oh, I Frankenstein, and then you still care. Oh my gosh, who played the scientist again? Someone looked at all the trouble someone went to to write that. That is amazing. Grown up, probably. Niberius. Isolate. I know. Chris, Tara. All these, these are all names that just fled out of our heads, like while we're watching the movie, and someone not only remembered them or consulted them from the same page that has the characters' names under this. Nate, oh great, that's a possibility. But wrote about it, like in detail. <laughs> I'm going to make sure everyone knows, because this plot's pretty convoluted. So I'm going to use the internet either way it was meant to be. <laughs> I grant you that's a possibility. About I. Frankenstein. I'm so happy that you read that again. See, <laughs> Redbow now next <laughs> now that I have that off my chest. I wouldn't even I think that my memory had completely fleshed the fact that we watched that movie until you read it. Yeah. I know, because it's like they go, Oh, they made a Frankenstein movie. They're rebooting Frankenstein, they're making it even cooler, and then you see it and it's like, wait, this isn't oh, I Frankenstein. The first thing oh, Aaron where have we where have we He only makes science fiction movies now? If you can't battle LA, Frankenstein. <laughs> battle LA, which has one of my favorite uh, lines ever. Let's drop a grenade in that pool. <laughs> anyway. It wasn't a euphemism. <laughs> no, it was not. All right, so anyway. The military doesn't have a code number for that. <laughs> no, they they spell not. it out. Put the grenade in the pool. But Push it in the basket. Uh, indeed, this week we did not see I Frankenstein. This week we did see, like however, and there's no spoilers yet, so don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this week we saw The Lazarus Effect, a 2015 American thriller horror movie about the origin story of Dark Phoenix. It was directed by David Gelb and written by Luke Dawson and Jeremy Slater. It stars Evan Peters, Olivia Wilde, Donald Glover, and Mark Duplass. The Lazarus Effect is rated PG-13 
18 for intense sequences of horror violence, terror, and some sexual references. What? I don't remember those. I don't either. Notice that unusual behavior doesn't play a role. No, there's no unusual behavior in this movie. Yeah, there isn't. (laughs) Only in Fifty Shades. Yeah. Everything is usual. Those people are freaks. (laughs) In the Lazarus Effect, it's completely usual. Yeah, the voices. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's scientists working to make life better. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly right. It It is all usual behavior in this movie. Yep. Um, the numbers, uh, which were injected into our brains by the Wait, quarter three medical say, research lab. What'd you say? I was going to say, these numbers were called using the same methods that the Cyanus and Lazarus effect use. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's a serum. The numbers were injected directly into the brains of the quarter three staff. Um, so we didn't even, or I'm not even reading these numbers right now. They're actually in my cerebellum. Um the Lazarus effect on Rotten Tomatoes clocks in, and that's the percentage of all reviews that are positive. Lazarus effect on Rotten Tomatoes clocks in at a 14%. Ugh. I love the 14s. Uh, the top critics are at 13, and the audience was at 31. So the, the top critics and the audience were... There's always a one. A little flip-floppy. Wait. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, the top critics were at 13. The audience was at 31. But they didn't get together and agree to do it that way. Oh, we we can't. Who can who can say? That's I mean, top point. critics might have been standing outside the theater. Again, it is a possibility. It's a possibility. You have to Never, you, yeah. you have to admit that. I admit it. <laughs> On Metacritic, which is the average ratings from uh, various reviews, Metacritic clocks in at thirty three. Uh, no ones. There's a lot of threes here. Back to the drawing board with my experiment. Yeah. Well, keep trying. Uh, so our box office, the number one movie of the week, which we could have seen instead of this, was a movie called Focus. Um, Focus <sighs> had $19 million. Uh, number two, Kingsman. Number three, SpongeBob. Lazarus Effect was number five. Wait, what K- was four? I bet you can guess. There's a number in the title of that movie. <laughs> 50, Fifty Shades was number four. Jupiter Sending. Uh, but uh, Lesnar's Effect was number five this week with $10 million. Uh, it did pretty poorly. Um, uh, well, there's nothing really much to say about that. <laughs> but we're the same time of year that, like this time last year, I'm trying to remember what I saw, and it was, I think it was nonstop. Uh, you know, I don't buy any of this crap, and I and I know the that people are map. still trying to, to say this, that, that everything is bad that comes out in January and February. Because I think we've seen enough good stuff coming out earlier in the years. Uh, we're just not we're not seeing it this year so far. Um, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I know you, uh, you and I disagreed on this, and uh, you disagreed with me and Tom on this. You know, the, the, my favorite example is The Grey that we saw in January two years ago, um, which I thought was an excellent movie. And we've seen other movies that come out earlier in the year that are good. So I, I'm just not buying this whole everything gets dumped. But we are seeing a lot of shit. It's a known dumping ground. Like that's it well, I know that, but, but still, I, I think it's effect. Yeah, spoiler all right. alert. Fair enough. All right, this week is the perfect example. Of what you're you're saying doesn't exist. <laughs> Lazarus effect was shat out onto our heads, and here we are. 
All right, spreading that around. (laughs) All right, with that, Kelly Wan, using one of my favorite verbs, my favorite past tense verbs, shat. Um, We are about to spoil everything, so if you are really jonesing to see Lazarus Effect, run away. Um, you know what, though? You're right. Now that I think about it, because it's like stuff that wasn't ready by Christmas. Like, we just have a little bit more posts to do than they no. just put it out in James February. Go, okay, we'll get the easy opening weekend. Over. No, 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 no. I mean, it was it's conventional wisdom that uh, crappy stuff is, is shoveled out onto, uh, is, is shat upon us in January and February. I just think that with the way release schedules go now and the fact that we you can send a movie to anybody at any time now uh, that's not necessarily going to continue to be conventional wisdom although uh right now i'm not saying it's not uh i'm just saying that we can't just we can't just disregard any movie that is being released in january and february is crap Uh, it might just be that that's when they were able to engineer their release, and it might be a really good movie. And we, you might get to see a gem here and there on January and February. Where, but I, I just don't think it's, it's, it's a fait accompli that it's a terrible movie. Just usually. Just usually. Um, and <laughs> speaking of usually, uh, we are moving into spoiler territories with uh, Kelly Wands. You're gonna like talk about things that happened in this movie. I think I don't know what you would call this. I have no idea. <clears throat> that wasn't the title. All right, Just fair enough. But it might have been as good a title as this movie had. But go ahead. What would you? What would your title be? It's or something that <clears throat> you would do, like if you were going to talk about something about the Lazarus effect. If all that everything you just said was true. I would have called it in that hypothetical scenario the Lazaropsis of Fopsis. All right. <clears throat> Hang on, I got a frog in my throat. Dang, this was a lot of acting coming up. All right. <clears throat> can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear that. When I get Frankenstein on the brain, I have this habit of, of like hitting on my the, chest. Like. On the brain, get it? <clears throat> the Lazaropsis of Fopsis. We look at a camera looking at stuff. Mark Duplass's voiceover is all, yeah, I can still make out clearly what's going on, move in just a little closer, perfect. Okay, still too much focus. Blurrier, okay, now switch to black and white, add some numbers on the screen, perfect. Hi, I'm actor Mark Duplass. (laughs) You may know me as the love interest from science horror films such as Hump Day and this. Anyway, me and Olivia Wilde here are about to perform a jump scare test on and using pig number 841. Today's date is Thursday? Black guy, can you give me 10 amps when I... Ow! Sorry, bro. When you say what? When I say when I... Hello? I just said it. Sorry, bro. It's alright. It's just a little annoying when I try to explain. Ow! Sorry, bro. No, you didn't do it that time. I was just fucking with you. Alright, now everybody get ready for some mega science. Yes, Olivia. (laughs) Yeah, shouldn't we be trying this with a dead pig? Um, honey, are you a scientist? Yes? Oh. Maybe you should be doing this. JK, fuck, where'd the pig's face go? It's eating the ham sandwich out of your back pocket, honey. What the? Cannibalism? Where's it learn this kind of behavior? Well, you did eat that intern Joey last week. Okay, that was an accident. Ow! Sorry, bro. Fucking people. Okay, now, give me ten amps. Sorry, bro, now we're out. What the? No, we can't be. All these lights would... Here. Yeah, these electrodes do taste kind of salt. Ow! Sorry, bro. Some words are all Lazarus effect. 
my chair jolts, even though it's not a rumble chair. There's a camera shot of Mark Duplass sitting on a dissection sofa in front of a bunch of dead goats, baboons, and octopi. He's all, hi, I'm still Mark Duplass. I think I'm a geneticist in this. Holy shit, Olivia, you just jump-scared the fuck out of me. She's all, I've been sitting here the whole time, just off camera. He's all, okay, baby doll, that's enough. Welcome, potential fundraisers, to our poorly lit lab. After a few seconds, she goes, laboratory. They both laugh. She's all, you came in so late there, what? He's all, on that word, they both laugh again. She's all, just like how you always pull out. Ooh, ouch. The chick filming them's all, we just ran out of videotape. The black guy nudges the stoner and goes, man, that chick we got to replace the camera tripod and confirm the badness of our cell reception down here sure is redheaded. Mark Duplass is all, okay, people, I forgot to mention we only have one day of funding left. Ow! Sorry, bro. No worries. Now, since I can't figure out how to stop my special resurrection jism from leaking out of these balloons, I vote we move to Brazil and push an opera house up a mountainside. Science was founded on mistakes. <laughs> Is that too in-house? <laughs> yeah. In response, but- the stoner coughs for ten minutes. Mark Duplass is all, actually, that could work. Olivia Wilde's all, dude, you do know that balloons tie off at the end, right? My chair rumbles irritably. The camera chick looks up from her camera. She's all, hey guys, I finally figured out how to take this cap off. I just have this black guy here do it for me. Guys? She's all alone. She eventually uses her peripheral vision to see the black dude an inch away from her face wearing a pig mask. She screams, Jesus, dude. Now I know how Zimmerman felt. He's all, sorry, I didn't see you there. She's all, you know how scared I am of masks? That Jim Carrey movie gave me nightmares for a week. Although I have a feeling only Olivia Wilde's will turn out to be relevant over the next few days. He's all, yeah. He takes the mask off. He's all, I'm actually into Olivia Wilde. Me and you are more like... <sighs> She's all, wait, wait, put the mask back on. On second thought, it's kind of turning me on. She starts undoing his belt. She's all, no, not on your face. That's disgusting. Yeah, your penis. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to look away, and then when I look back... You jump scare me again, but take it slow. He's all, uh, this is getting a little too freaky for me. Maybe let's just do something work-related. Put the mask on and the lotion in the basket. Mm. Eventually they give up. It's a callback. I lean over to Invisible Kevin Bacon and mumble, Hey, I thought of a cool acronym for a hot mother-in-law. Mililf. The next morning, dingus. Okay, we rolling? Hi. I'm still not over the Zimmerman joke, I'm afraid. I was too soon. (laughs) No, I'm just... It took me a while to process it, uh, but I'm I'm getting there. Instead of a hoodie, it's a pig mask. I hear you. I'm just holding up a mirror to society. I, yeah, I... Wait, he's holding up a mask to her. I'm looking in it and seeing a pig face. Why would they have that? Never mind. No, all I can think of is how much I liked the faces in your next. Yeah, and they, well, those were meant to scare people. I know. This is a pig mask for no reason, anyway. Right. The next morning. Okay, we rolling? Hi, I'm scientist Mark Duplass. Since our experiments on pigs yesterday proved inconclusive, as well as the ones conducted Tuesday with Olivia's pet rock, I'm telling you, I felt it ignore me. 
<clears throat> and also Monday's trial with the clam and Sunday when we microwave Jeff Goldblum. We're obviously ready to move on to dogs. Camera girl, we still rolling? Uh, we're still at a videotape, remember? I told you yesterday. Okay, fuck it. Injecting dog with miracle res. Nah. <laughs> Ta-da! Well, is it moving? Stoner, move your head close to its jaws and say or do something banal. <laughs> that usually leads to something violent off screen. Uh, roo, 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 roo. <laughs> Yay, we did it! I say we named this dog after the most famous scientist of all, someone who got more exciting with every time we saw him. Rocky. Olivia Wilde's all, Mark, look, the dog's cataracts are gone. What? That's impossible. I know we've raised the dead by injecting Elmer's glue into a dog's skull, but eyesight? Please, that's simply incredulous. And simply is not a word I throw around lightly. Now let's celebrate. They celebrate by raising empty glasses and listening to music from the 1910s. <laughs> What's up with that? They had on photographs. Is that what people, kids do? The scientists today? Because they're yep. smart. Yep. Are the teens the aughts or the aughts the preteens? Like the 2000s were the aughts, right? You just blew my mind. Three minutes into which, I'm just saying heaven's probably real since energy can't be whatevered. Duplastic. <laughs> on, Olivia. This was debated already by married scientists and Prometheus. Shouldn't we flesh out our characters just a little? The stoners all. Hey, when you die, uh, your brain turns into LSD. Unless you're dying from an LSD overdose, in which case nothing happens. But what were you guys talking about? I wasn't listening. Sidebar, this week in LA, a freeway condition sign texted me that texting is a $180 fine. What? Did you see that? No. Last week, one told me to save water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's texting me. But Wait, it's it texted you. It just has that thing. It's sending me a text on a screen, which is exactly what texting is. So the right. recognition sign is doing is exact, doing exactly what it's telling me not to do. Right. And telling me how much. And it's also distracting me from the road to tell me that, which is just what a text does, isn't it? Right. But if I text I don't a safety the, message to someone on the freeway. I don't understand what the freeway sign telling me about. I know. Um, about the drought is supposed to do for me. That would, yeah. I understand that it's telling me that it's not worth it for me to text, and it's warning me not to do that. Yeah, that's at talk. least driving related. But I'm not quite sure what it's trying to tell uh, me. If it, if the freeway sign is telling me there's a drought going on, what that's really supposed to do for me? I know, and I'm in a car. In my car. Water, right. <laughs> it's well, tough. It's really, it was really, it's the most disturbing thing I've seen in a If I haven't figured out how to save water at home, I don't understand how a sign in the freeway yeah, is going to details. help. Me. Right. But I do understand why the freeway sign is telling me not to text. I'm not going to pay attention to it, but I understand. I mean, what's weird is when it tells me somebody's, it, it puts a license plate up there about an amber alert. And I'm like supposed to figure out what that license plate is as I'm driving. <laughs> Well, that's that is driving related too, though. Like that's it is driving related, but am I supposed to text that? Am I supposed to write it down as I'm driving? Because you're supposed to look for it while you crash into people. All right, fair enough. That night, Olivia Wilde saw. Look, honey, Rocky's not eating. Do you think it has to do with us bringing him back from the dead or anything? Or when we fed him the poison from that dish a few days ago? Mark Duplass is all relax, honey. In a hundred years, we'll be dead. That night, while Olivia Wilde sleeps, the dog climbs up on top of her in bed and stares at her. <laughs> she doesn't feel this or notice. Mark Duplass is all, good boy. 
I love how that, there's nothing, there's no payoff for that one. No, there isn't. And it's, he, the doc can let, never mind. There's, yeah, there's no payoff to anything. It's weird. <laughs> that moment is so awesome. And where's Mark Duplass? What is she doing? That dog's really going to cause trouble. Oh, no, not in the movie anymore. Dog stands on bed. Story yeah. to left. Why would it? Then it hates her later after she's a Zimmerman. The next day, the stoners all, hey, according to this dog's cat scan, lols. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's such a dopey joke, and I love it so much. <laughs> they didn't make it in the movie. I had to make it. <laughs> well done. But they don't tie that dog down or anything. Never mind. <laughs> what if the dog shits all inside there? I'm just asking. Okay. I'm trying to be a scientist about it. And that's my question for everything. What if the dog shits in that? <laughs> hey, according to this dog's cat scan, <laughs> his brain's got CG in it. His behavior could become as arbitrary as ours any minute. Mark Duplass is all, good point. Okay, here, we'll lock him in a room with you tonight so you cracks first. The important thing is that my experiment is obviously a total success, as the dog levitates past them chanting in Latin. That night, the black guy settles in for a nice, quiet evening of World of Warcraft at work. All right, baby, level two. Here we come. One character. What the? That's weird. The dog got out of its cage to raid the refrigerator, even though we just established two scenes ago that he's lost his appetite. Oh, well. The next day, in the dean's office, the dean's all, damn it, Duplass. 85% of our student body identifies themselves as either agnostic or uncertain, so quit doing CPR. He's all, but I don't even go to this college. But the dean's already slamming the door, locking Mark Duplass in his office. When he gets back to the lab, Olivia Wilde's all. So you know how we use only 10% of our brains? He's all, oh, not that shit again. Wasn't this debunked in Lucy and Transcendence and Phantom Menace? Okay, listen up, people. The dean shut us down, and the corporation that owns our college or something came and took away all our equipment. But I have the perfect solution. The stoners all ruin a parade like an animal house. No, we're scientists, I think. We have ethics and rules, which is why we're going to sneak in and do it again. That way, uh, I don't know, we'll probably all go to prison and no one will ever hire us again, which would be a true crime, since if you think about it, we're doing for science what E.L. James did for science as well, specifically gynecology. The stoners start sobbing. I love you, man. Mark Duplass is all. The only problem with Operation Sneak Back into Laboratory is that they confiscated all our key cards. The camera chicks all. Not all of them. She opens her purse and pulls out her key card. Duplass is all. Nice. <laughs> nice. Stupid corporation. But the other snag is we also don't have any more of the resurrection cream. The camera chicks all. Or do we? She reopens her purse and reveals a latex bag of white fluid. Then she's all, shit, wait, that's something else. Sorry. <laughs> she takes out another identical tube and places it alongside. Duplass is all, nice work, camera girl. She's all, I have a name, you know. He's all, what is it? She's all, uh. He's all, now my car got towed because I parked on top of a traffic cop. So it sure would be nice if we had a Maserati to drive back to the lab in. They all look expectantly at camera girl. She sighs irritably and unzips her purse again. 20 minutes later, back at the lab. I don't know, man. Bringing Olivia Wilde back from the dead made sense on paper, but what if she raids the refrigerator while I'm trying to play WoW? Plus, she killed our stoner by making him choke on his bait pen. Why couldn't she just stop his heart? 
Plus, she keeps sending us all back to her childhood hell, which looks strangely like our lab. Mark Duplass peruses a Bible gloomily and shuts it. He's all, yeah, it's a little vague here on how they dealt with Lazarus's telekinesis. Sucks that they were such primitive people without all our intellectual and technological advantages, like this pig mask. The black dude's all, hey guys, I just looked at a monitor screen. The bad news is that the evil corporation we work for is going to be here in 20 minutes. The good news is that this movie's only 15 minutes. <laughs> that actually happens, Dingus. Duplass is all, damn, only enough time for 13 more jump scares and one flashback. Wait, I thought the corporation came and took everything already. Uh, never mind, let's just split up. It's been working pretty good for us so far. If you run into trouble, just give it a choked off cry and try to stab her with a needle or something. Break. Olivia Wilde makes opera music play and kills everybody but Camera Girl, then kills her too by pretending to be a fireman for some reason. <laughs> that actually happened, and I'm laughing. Yeah. They stole from the guest, kind of. A newspaper's Oh, all. yeah, I forgot See? that. Kelly, yeah. I forgot that. Ah, oh, damn it. Well, it's done. Hold on. A newspaper's all. Resurrection cream now available at CVS. Side effects may include event horizon eyes and telekinesis and pyromaniacs. The end. So wait, the dramatic... Uh, all right, before, big, before you okay. get into the big dramatic thing, I just want to say that one of the things that both you and Tom had to say about this movie was an objection to his World of Warcraft level. I love that the both of you, the both of you, <laughs> recognize. And we don't even play it. That he's not even <laughs> signing in, and he's yeah. only got like two characters. He's brat. He's all cocky too. He's like, hey, yeah, <laughs> got to get some serious shit done. He's got <laughs> and the level is like two. Mm-hmm. I love that the two that you and Tom were so bored with the movie that by that point that you're that you're king, that you're king on what the world of war collect. Warcraft level of the dude was. It's it's also like that's his characterization. So it's like, are they trying to demonstrate that he's he's the smart one of the bunch, or he's the the nerdiest of them? But he's only got like one character. Well, he's not even the the. I mean. I mean, the, no one has any characterization at all. The, like, the, none the, of them. the quote unquote black guy, Nico, is the guy who does all the computer work for them. I mean, he's the guy. She's like, you know, when uh, when right. she has to hack. So it's even dumber. When she has to hack the uh, the security camera, she's like, can you loop that? And he's like, well, why don't I just not record it? What are you talking? And she's like, you can loop it like they do on TV. He's like, well, how about if I just stop the recording? He's the computer expert, but Evan Peters. Clay um, has to be Stone playing genius. World of Warcraft, and I love that you and Tom both keyed on uh, the fact that his his World of Warcraft character has a low level and a Torin. Oh, I love that Torin rogue without cloak of flames. God, <laughs> that character should have died way earlier. It'd be based on that screen. I just wonder what the point like how, was that written in the script like he looks at his like instead of doing something cool and hackery or something well instead and of playing Warcraft's like a 10 year old game so exactly, it's like exactly instead of playing a game that would be useful yeah. current he's he's got it like a, a level two character yeah <laughs> it's product placement they could have gotten maybe that was product placement though but really bad product placement we got torrents 
or something. I don't know. What else did Tom? Tom saw this fucking piece of shit. I feel yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. Tom and I went together to see. He it. made fun of us for seeing it. Uh, and again, once again, uh, I had to kick people out of my seats. Uh, oh, wait, there were enough people seeing Lazarus Effect that you had to kick people, you had to boob them? Yeah, the theater was pretty full. Was it the same people as last time? No, no, no. And actually, I felt bad because it was a couple of of, uh, of little little high school kids who were clearly on a date. Um, if it was to bail Anne Hathaway, one of them was dead. And, the other <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, I'm sorry, these are our seats. Uh, oh, date. And then the guy's like, well, somebody took our seats. And I said, well, just tell that's them. Not, well, yeah, you know, why is that? It's reserved seating. Just tell those people to leave. Wait, that's what he says on a date, too. Oh, how do y'all handle this? Look, oh, what can we do? They drove us out. <laughs> and then he went and, and, and then he had to kick the people out of his seats. He just didn't want to do it on his own. It was just so sad. But yeah, it was, it was pretty full. Uh, Wait, so the original culprits were were they on a date too, or were they just two? No, no, odds or I, I have no idea what they were up to. It does, you know, who knows? I'm just because I, I it seems weird that it happens to you every time you go. Like now I'm now but, I'm intrigued because by. because because I I get reserved seats. Uh, yeah, because, you know you can you can order that now online. When right, you, so but they got them too. So why did they not care about their seats? Because I think he was a high school dude on his on a date, and he didn't want to tell no, the other guy, some older woman, look, get out of my seat. So he just took mine, and I and I always show up late because they don't want to see the trailers. And in this particular movie theater, uh, basically, if I leave my house at the start time of the movie, I will get to the movie when it starts because there's so many trailers that show, and I don't want to watch any trailers. Yeah. So if, it's, if, it's 15 literally, minutes. It's, it's, it's 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. So if I leave my house at the start time of the movie, I've already bought my seats, so I don't have to be there to watch all of the trailers and advertisements. I just wasted my hit on trailers, so I'd agree with you. Right. Is there something that you really loved about this movie? I was trying to find one thing, and there actually is one shot in it that I consider competent, and it's one where it cuts to... They're saying some dumb shit, and then it cuts to Olivia Wilde sitting up straight after they bring her back, and that was kind of creepy. Like, she's under that sheet like a ghost. And I go, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that kind of reminded me of that Paranormal Activity movie. Yeah, it? yeah, it's a Paranormal yeah. Activity kind of thing. Yeah. But, it was, uh, but it, it was like, that's creepy, that's good. It reminded me of, like, there's that one thing in Oculus that's kind of good at the beginning. Even though Oculus is wait, what? What was good? In, I can't remember what was. Remember, she goes to she goes to get the mirror from the basement, and then these like silhouettes with sheets on them keep materializing next to her. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember now. That's kind of good. Yeah, that is kind of good. You're right. I forgot sheets about are, that. Sheets still work. It's weird because they shouldn't be scary. It's basically just linen with like lumpy linen. <laughs> but, but it's like. The rest of the movie is all fucking stupid jump scares, and it I don't rips think it's off. all. It's all. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stupid like there's a pig jump scare, there's a yeah. dog jump scare. I mean, you see it all coming. I know so pers- far right. away, and, and then the and there's this really cool like before the the pig mask jump scare, you you see this this figure in the background, which turns out to be uh, Nico. Um, but and the camera kind of moves away from it. You just see it out of focus, and there's and the and the movie starts to do that early on, where there's some out of focus figure in the background. But what you realize is going to happen is that that figure is just going to show up 
in the foreground and do a jump scare. That's all yeah. it's going to be. It's going to be him poking his face and her face with yeah. a pig mask on for no fucking reason. No reason. It would also be impossible because he would have he wouldn't have come in dead silently. No, I mean no, she would have seen him. It's like when the bus hits what's her in the final destination. Like it's impossible, <laughs> but it's well staged. But in this, you're just like it's like when Tom said, "What was that movie he saw with Gerard Butler?" Maybe where he goes because you like these guys would see each other, but the camera swings around a certain way. And then they go halt, even though they would have been in front of them, but it just they were off screen at the time. Boy, I don't know what you're talking about. Time out. Yeah. It's some science fiction movie, like Zero Hour or something. Some really forgettable title. Zero Hour? Yeah. Oh, is that you that, know what I was talking about? That no, it's not the prison thing. I don't no. know what you're talking about. Zero. No, I think it, no, it wasn't a prison. Thing. Uh, my favorite thing about this uh, movie, and this is totally stupid. Um, is that it takes place at this made-up university in uh, Berkeley, California, called St. Patras University. <laughs> um, this is your but, favorite thing. But this is in Berkeley, California, and then the college administrator tries to make us believe that uh, everybody in the community is so conservative um, that they all believe in God oh, yeah. and that you can't have this kind of research going on in Berkeley, California. In I the medical how, department. I love how they totally nail the community of Berkeley, California. It's the same university from Interstellar where they go NASA fix them. I love that. I love that, I love that we're in Berkeley, California, and somehow yeah. the community is so conservative that they can't be doing any research. Because it's obviously set. Right. It's 2015, Dingus. Uh, and also, what what is he smoking? Will you tell me that? Which one? What is Clay smoking? What is that thing he's smoking? Is that a is that an electric? It's a vape pen. I choke on him all the time, and you get used to it. Is it a vape pen? Is it an electronic cigarette? What is that thing? Uh, I think they're a little. They don't say the electronic cigarettes are more complicated looking. The pens are more for stoners. There's not many controls. So I, would, they look more like the vape pen, and also he seemed like he was supposed to be the stone. So when when he's like he's exhaling like smoke rings and and huge like plumes of smoke, is that what they do? Yeah, because he wouldn't smoke. You don't smoke tobacco in a closed. Well, no, no, he's clearly got an electronic cigarette or a vape pen or something, and I just he wouldn't smoke know. that either in a lab. Like well, would. I wouldn't think so either, but he's Fuck up you know. He's supposed to be the stoner for some reason. He's the smart one, which makes Mark Duplass the what? If he's the leader, how did this get Mark Duplass? Oh wait, did you see the one I love? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Fuck yeah! And that's why I think I wanted to see this because I go, oh, Mark Duplass seems to be making. Well, I wanted to see it for that. I mean, Mark Duplass feels the deal because I love that guy. I really yeah, love. Yeah, he's never him. made a pe- bad movie that I could think of. Well, I think he's made plenty of bad movies. I but mean, I, th- I think Tom reviewed a movie, a, a horror movie that he made called Black Rock. Uh, he's not in it, but I think that uh, I think that's what Tom said the name of it. And and on our way home from from watching um, the Lazarus Effect, Tom's like, "Okay, now you have to watch Black Rock." And then, like after we drove, he's like, "You, you don't, you don't, you don't have to watch Black Rock." Uh, so I think is it an alligator? No, 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 no. That's that's Blackwater, which is really actually a very good movie, and and done by um, one of our listeners actually consulted on it. Um, and black actually Blackwater, I I really really liked. 
But Tom, but Tom said, no, no, you don't have to watch Black Rock. But I think Mark Duplass either wrote or directed that movie, but he wasn't in it. Um, I didn't see Safety unguaranteed. <laughs> I, I did not either, but you liked uh, the one I love, right? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like that movie. It's a great idea, and there, he was he's really good in it. And he, yeah, he's really he good in it, and it's, and it's fantastically edited. Yeah. Um, it's a really, really good movie. It deserves to be seen. Uh, but I have no idea what the fuck he's doing. And Hump Day and my sister's sister, like all that stuff. Like I yeah, never yeah. seen Mark Duplass in anything even average, movie-wise. Like Black Rock. I have so I kind of went into this going, oh, it's him and Olivia. But he doesn't get to do anything cool in the movie at all. Like I don't know why. Like anyone could have played that role. I have no idea why he. he Olivia Wilde gets to do. He was offered a movie that he. I mean. He got a he got a pay. I have no problem with an actor taking a pay, paycheck. And he, he comes in. I mean, in, in the beginning, I mean, I kind of liked what he was doing. This like, I mean, he's kind of joking around with Olivia Wilde, and he's he's charming. Um, and I mean, it, it, what he what he actually ends up doing is totally implausible. But I, I liked the I liked their camaraderie earlier on, and then how you understand that oh, they're a couple. Um, I I kind of liked that. Uh, they they don't act like scientists at all. I mean, they take their experiment home with them. What the yeah. fuck? The day uh, one. Yeah. Okay. We brought a dog back to life. We're gonna we're gonna bring him home. He's uh, acting uh, weird. That's fine. Just cool with that. We're gonna take our experiment home with us. Is that cool? I mean, yeah. at that point, when when they take Rocky home the night after they do their experiment, I was like, all right. Can I, I can't. Can I run over to Focus and watch Focus now? Yeah, I know. I can't invest anymore. Cause I it's mean, too, and that's honestly, how Jupiter's sending, too. Like, when she goes to the, gyne- the gynecologist after... Oh, she, good point. ...to the aliens, and I'm just like, I this character, I don't care what happens to her. I can't believe... She's too stupid and boring. Exactly. And we, it, the moment they took that things. stupid, that beautiful, soulful, sad dog which i don't know uh, the dog might be my favorite actor in the movie i mean he's just yeah. got a sad look on his face and then he can i mean he's just such when they take it home that i just want to be like i want to say fuck you movie leave it and go see focus and do focus instead because that, that a scientist going to take their experiment home yeah. with them and just let it sleep on the floor Really? And there's no payoff for the dog. Is, is that there's what no you're for the do? There's no payoff for the dog. It, it yeah. it's PG-13 movie because uh, so obviously we can't see a dog being killed. Uh, obviously the dog has just implied. It's just gruesome it, death implied. So the imp- yeah, imp- implication kill. Um, but taking it home, honestly, that's what you guys are gonna do. That's 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 what you're gonna do. And and then you're just gonna walk it back in the lab every day. Hey, it's look, it's it's Frankenstein dog. We're just walking it around campus. What the fuck is yeah. wrong with them? What the fuck is wrong with the screenwriter that they don't understand how science works? Jesus. Well, just change your just fudge the time frame a little, like so to make it more believable. I don't know. It seems like very just lazy writing. There's it and is everything's so... ripped off. Everything's derivative from something. Like when. Like, oh my god, it is so fucking derivative, and and I have no problem with derivative if you do it right. No, but in horror too, I think with horror, if it's something you haven't seen before, if it's something you've seen before, it's it's not as like. And Jesus, I don't need to see the whole the blacked out eyes anymore. Done. I'm done. I'm 
done with that. If I, I see that in a movie, then I am done out. with your fucking movie. <laughs> Wait, like, so if I see the blacked out, blacked out eyes, I'm done with your movie. They could take. What about egg, the man with X-ray eyes? I don't care. I don't care who does it from now on. If you do the blacked out eyes in order to creep me out, it's not going to creep me out. All it's going to do is make me think about how stupid that is. I'm done with that. What? It's, it rips off Flatliners, Pet Cemetery. It rips off every Horizon. Movie. Every movie is doing that now. I made a joke about it two years ago, and then Tom made a joke about it on top of my joke because of me saying black eyes, black guys. It was, I mean, it's, it's so <laughs> tired. I didn't even think of that. It's such a tired, oh my God. I'm so tired of seeing that. Come on. Well, the, the horrific part should be they get clawed out or something. But instead, especially in this movie, the, her rule, the rules keep changing. And so they just turn yeah, you're black right. arbitrarily for no reason. You know? You're absolutely right. The rules keep changing in this movie. It's so, oh, my God, it's so disappointing. There's no reason. Oh, All right. So the reason I really wanted to see this movie, and the reason I kind of pushed for it, and and, and Mark Duplass pushed me over the edge, but yeah, me too. The reason I really wanted to see it was that the director is this guy named David Gelb, who directed this really incredibly moving uh, documentary called um, it. I think it's called. I think you would pronounce it Hero. His name is J I R O. Uh, so, uh, so here in America we'd say Jiro, but I think I think it's pronounced Hero Dreams of Sushi, and it's this incredible sushi chef in Japan, and it's the story of his um, kind of story of his life, but also of his, his him and his two sons and and his incredible sushi restaurant in Japan, and it is so beautifully directed and so. Uh, and I watched it again this week. I meant to just to watch like a couple of scenes because I'm like, it's a. I've seen it already. It's a, it's a documentary, so I thought I'll oh, no, I won't watch it again. But uh, but I was riveted, and I, and I ended up watching the whole thing. And it's got the way he directs it. I mean, I could totally see how he could direct a thriller. I could I could totally see it the way uh, and the way he fetishizes the the, the sushi um, the way he talk, pushes in on the characters the way he deals with the father and son relationships with are re- which are really creepy um, in, in in certain weird ways uh, I, I was so excited to see how this guy would go over into a feature film and I'm so disappointed because everything in this is so cliche did you ever yeah. see Hero Loves Sushi or no, Hero- I should check it out Oh, it's so well done, but I mean, if you if you don't have access to shoot sushi, it's really frustrating because then you just want to go get sushi. Um, Wait, but it's so well directed, it's so well put together, and this movie, I mean, well, it, I'm not, it's not incompetent. I mean, it's 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 fine. It's but, not incompetent as much as just it's been. I've seen all this before in other things. Yeah, yeah. and better. Right. And it, it, but it, even then, you can just – I'll take anything as a case-by-case case scenario, but he doesn't bring anything new that, to this. No, no, he doesn't. I think it's there, really boring. There's, there's, a, there's a moment where you feel like they're going to do something with some sort of existential idea of, yeah. of this door between – Or hell or, or – About hell that, that might work maybe. Um, but ne- but never never really goes anywhere. Um, 
Yeah, Flatliners was deeper than this movie. Yeah, and well, actually, Flatliners is idiotic, I think. Uh, I, I think Flatliners is idiotic as well. Do you remember who directed Flatliners? Uh, Schumacher. Yeah, Joel Schumacher. Yeah, ew. I remember when, and that script was like bought for a record amount at the time. And uh, Flatliners was actually going to be my over. Yeah, you know, I, you know. It, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You have nothing to be sorry about whatsoever. There's uh, a lot of overs though to pick from. Yeah, I think so too. But but just to just to uh, uh, put my thumb in the eye of this movie, I was going to pick Flatliners as my. Is own. it at least? Yeah, and it's so long ago, and it like it's the exact same theme, but with like four different. Hells. I actually wanted to watch Flatliners again this week. <laughs> after after I saw this, I, I, I felt like I want to watch, I, but I, 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 it's I can't bring though. myself to watch Joel Schumacher film. I mean, I just yeah. can't do it. It's really, it's really painful. Jacob's Ladder, I bet, holds up more. Flatliners. Oh. Good but Flatliners didn't hold up when we saw it originally. But no, no, it's a. T- I think it's bad because I think Joel Schumacher is a bad director. But yeah. but I kind of wanted to watch it to find out if it at least had. I mean, he was a. He started as a costume designer, and so at least it would have some style. And uh, I mean, other than like the the weirdly lighted floor and the gigantic lab, I don't know what style this movie has. Yeah, it's the same lab as everything. It's horror movie lab. There's, there's this awesome idea too. That uh, they play with a time dilation, um, which we've seen yeah. in a couple other movies, and I've kind of complained about Inception, that. Groundhog Day, Interstellar. Exactly. I, it's that, yeah. Why, why didn't they do something with that? Because it's inherently interesting. Yeah. It's it's incredibly interesting. I mean, she comes back and she says, "It's been years." What did she say it's been years. But she would. But is it ten years or ten thousand years? I don't. I don't know. I just think is she. She says, I think something's wrong. It's been years. And, and all of a sudden, I snapped into focus because I'm like, it's been years? Oh, my God. What's going on there? 1408 has that, too. It's been years, she said. And that's all they do with it. Blech. It's yeah. been years. It's just this thing that they just, like, I think your word shat is perfect. They just yeah. shat that word out. It's been years. And, and it got me to set up and go, oh, my God, it's been years. Of what? Blech. What? Yeah, it's see like she may like her dying and coming back is the right call because Olivia Wilde has that kind of exotic, like she's beautiful. So if she's if she dies, it's more of like it's probably the most dramatic. Like if any of the characters going there, it's it's probably the right call to make. But then she doesn't really bring back any. I remember being bummed in Event Horizon that you never see the other dimension that they go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was I felt cheated, and in this you don't really see. You not only not don't see it, but it's like the same thing every time, and then it winds up being like cliche reveal. Yeah, it's just a crappy shining hallway with a little girl standing in it. It's just but the, crap. so the payoff is finding out that she caused the fire. Like you can kind of we, we all that anyway. That's what's going right. on? So that is like oh my god! Like that's all you get as an ending. That's really bullshit. That's so cheap. And then they don't do anything with it other than to say, no, you get it's okay. You, it's okay. Why would she summon a fire, pose as a fireman to kill? Like, she has telekinesis anyway. Oh, she, like, a, I, I think that, I think they should have the dog time on, on her raising a zombie army than all that other bullshit. 
because that's I mean that's what the movie's about. The movie's about her raising a zombie army, not about any of this other shit. Uh, uh. I mean that's what's happening at the end. I mean, the, the, we show the stacked up, we show the corpse, 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 corpse. Then she's plugging that thing into Mark Duplass's head. I mean, it's obvious. Yeah, but are they going to kill the corporation? We should have seen that. No, she's going to raise them all up, and then they're going to march out there and have their what? super Lucy moment. Who knows? Well, we should have gotten to see that. Because remember uh, the end of yeah, uh, Exorcism 2? No, what? Did you ask me if I remember the end of Exorcism 2? Last Exorcism 2. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, good callback. Damn. See? Compare Tom, that ending to this ending. Tom is going to love that you said that. Yeah. Oh, man. And plus, what a great song at the end of that. Yeah. Shit. Great character, too. All right. Uh, let me ask this. Is there anything scary about this movie? Does it scare you at all? No. I wanted it to. I really wanted it to, but the like after the fifth jump scare, my my spirit started sinking because you know, if you, if if you're opening with that crutch, so like if there's it's just pro- proliferating jump scares for the first twenty minutes, and the music too, the yeah, that like cymbal clash, and that you can't even frame the shot right. You have to like you make it the audio guy carry your water for you too, and the skittering spider sound, yeah. See, yeah, they I, hear that, so it's cheap. That's yeah, yeah. Thing. It just makes me think of so many horror movies that did it better. I, I hate being, uh, you know, I'm a super easy scare at any movie um, like this. So, uh, I mean, I, I I knew that the dog thing was coming and still I jumped. Um, but you're right. After the fifth one or so, I was like, all right. Yeah, you get used to them. It's just not, it's not There's, a scary movie. It's no, and it's all it has. No, it's not creepy. It's not creepy. It's not scary. I, I, I don't know what the what the hell they were thinking. And and, and it's just a low rent, poorly done version of Lucy. I mean, it's just. I mean, it has nothing going for it. I don't. There's know. no good parts. There's no good parts that I can think of, except for the sheet thing, which is basically one frame. I liked one frame of. The Lazarus effect. I was so wanting to like this because <laughs> I like Hero Dreams Sushi so much. I mean, I was really leaning into it, really, really wanting to like it. Sure. Really wanting to give it the benefit of the doubt. And it's just. Oh well, and I'm reading a lot of that Laird Baron lately, and he's kind of. He sort of ruins other horror for me because he's, he's doing such sophisticated things. Well, he really. Things. He's really got great a great handle on that sort of yeah. element of the craft. So if you go from reading that and then you buy, and then 20 minutes after finishing Men from Porlock, that story, and then you go see Lazarus Effect, it's such a letdown. You yeah. want to see something so... VHS Viral was better than this movie. You heard me. I heard you. All right, so I already said that my over would be Flatliners. Flatliners. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a spiteful over. Like, yeah, absolutely. Lazarus Effect. I, I'm, I'm going with Schumacher. I'm happy to be spiteful to this because I think, uh, I mean, David Gelb might have had a good idea. Maybe somebody else messed it up. Um, but, or, you know, it's your first horror movie. And it's, you know. But, but it's so cool to see a, a documentary director go over to features. I'm so excited to see that. You know, I mean, Tom constantly makes the joke that documentaries aren't real movies, which, of course, is not true. Yeah, he's crazy. Um, but it's it's interesting to see that that person make that jump right away, um, and so I was really 
really excited to see what he was going to do with it, especially since this cast. I mean, it's a pretty kick-ass cast. Yeah. You had Evan Peters in there. Right. Uh, I mean, Evan Peters is really hot right now because yeah. of Quicksilver and all, and I was kind of excited to be able to tell my son, you're never going to be able to see this movie, but I just saw a movie with Evan Peters in it. It's really cool. Uh, and he's just kind of doing that, like, I'm drinking Mountain Dew thing. Um so anyway, my my over was Flatliners. What would your over be? My over would be Reanimator, which I think is the best film of its kind, and it's sort of like where you spend most of Lazarus Effect wishing something would happen and going, well, maybe if we're lucky, we'll get to see some of this. It's like Reanimator <laughs> kind of just starts with like your most ridiculous, imaginative flights of fancy and just kind of keeps it going. It's more funny though than horror, so maybe it's not a good choice. I guess maybe Pet Cemetery, I've but I'd never, say Reanimator. You never saw. I, Re- I've never seen Reanimator. So what? Come on! Oh, wait, you have to go in. That's an important film. Who is that? Stuart Gordon. Stuart Gordon. Yeah, I think I've it's never his first seen movie. it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I, like, I, it's based on Lovecraft stories that are kind of like that. I, I'm afraid it's one of those movies where it's one of those window movies where the window might have closed on that, unless I can see it with a group of uh, no, of some who are sitting around, you know. There's uh, there's some iconic comedy in it that I think you should see, and it's a really good. It's a way more interesting character than the Mark Duplass character in this. The Mark Duplass character in this is nothing. Doesn't matter. I know. He's he's, nothing. he's, he's an he's an he's a nobody. It's supposed to be a. I think he it's supposed to be script. a. It's supposed to be a couple character, and the couple character isn't even that interesting. I mean, the way even when she sleeps at night, she's like wrapped in sheets, and and then he's like, "I'm going to join you in bed." Yeah, you guys, are you ever in the same bed? What? Yeah. Are you a couple. That should be what the what movie. What the fuck about. is going on? Who knows? It's like honeymoon. Yeah. Like all these movies did it. Like actually thought about that. Well, as in this, it's like it, there's no reason for them to be a couple except just to justify. Yeah, the, it, I mean, it's cute early on. I mean, does he do that anyway? He'd go, all right. Well, we may as well try it. <laughs> yeah, right. And and there's supposed to be some sort of tension with Nico and them, and that Nico like wants her, I think, or is lusting after her. Uh, and then there's this weird line about where they're they're sitting there talking, where Zoe and Nico are talking about dental dams for some reason um as if we're supposed to think did they ever have a, a really why are they talking about dental dams what's yeah. going on uh, uh you, you never have a sense of what the hell is going on with any no. of these characters or what their actual relationships are other than nico l- wants her and then she throws him into a cabinet to kill him in a in a totally pg-13 kill yeah um it and she's got all of this power and she picks up furniture and throws it to people just yeah. crush just crush everybody's head with your mind and get on with it honestly right she can then said she poses as a fireman i, I know she, why is she punishing that character she has all of this power and and she's doing all these silly like i'm going to turn off the lights and then show up behind your shoulder yeah uh, is that really what your power is your you su- to do that yeah your superpower is showing up behind people's shoulder after turning off the lights that's awesome great give me a flashlight i can do that and she's the metaphysical character like <sighs> the spiritual one jesus movie and she doesn't that never gets brought it's up it just again. wastes yeah. everything Wait, it doesn't you're right, you're wrong what all right so what's your under this 
Well, I had flatliners as my under, but I think right, that's cool. My my <laughs> under was was something you mentioned as an over, which was Pet Cemetery. That's your under. Yeah, Pet Cemetery is kind of creepy though. It's creepy, but I remember really hating it because I loved reading the book so much. Oh, the book's so good. Remember that part in the book where he's like picturing the life of Gage, like he wins the Olympics, all this shit. Oh, oh so, yeah, 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 yeah. So no, for for me the the main. The main thing I remember, and this is something that haunts me, is as a, and has haunted me. I mean, I have a ten-year-old now, but this yeah. this haunted me from the moment my son was born. Is is the way Stephen King describes that truck slamming on its brakes yeah. um, when the kid runs out in the street? I I I mean, I have never gotten that out of my head. Uh, I think that well, book- he he said in real life, like. There was a, a point when one of his kids started to run for the truck, and he grabbed him. And then in the book, he just rode. But he thought a lot about what if I hadn't grabbed him. And so the book was like, yeah, and and you know, I, I you know, we were at a, an ice cream shop. There's this great little ice cream shop that's down. It just like a, like just a little ways from our house right there right now, and um, and it's this l- really cute little area. It's it's down in, in this place called Montrez. Um, and it's one of these like very very pedestrian friendly areas, and we're sitting outside at this ice cream shop, and we heard somebody scream, and uh, and then like a car slam on its brakes, and and there's a woman there with her uh, two kids, and one of the kids, the little one, had just run out in front of the run out into the street, and she she was able to grab him in time, but it was just that weird like, and I immediately thought of Pet Cemetery. I just yeah. thought of the way. And I can see it in my it's head. All it takes. I can see it in my head from reading the book, the way that the the eighteen wheeler, I think it was, like jammed on its brakes, and the way the the tires like. I mean, I can I can I mean Stephen King, gets a lot of crap from people who love love really good writing, but I love Stephen King when he does stuff like that. Yeah. And um, and so. I wasn't crazy about the movie Pet Cemetery because I loved the book so much, or the short story. I don't know what which was no, it. No, it's a novel. Oh, yeah. I think the problem with the movie is, and Thomas mentioned this before, it's like they they cast Gage really well as a kid, like he looks really innocent and like a baby, but he, as when when he's a monster later, is not. It just seems a little far fetched that someone of Fred Gwynn's. Well, the the problem is height would be undone by. Well, yeah. Well, the problem is a lot. You know, not everything that a novel does can translate into something visual. Right. It's like your imagination, though. In the book, it kind of makes that make sense. Like we don't know what. Maybe he just looks different. His body type's different. Exactly. But you know, it's just like okay, Chucky. You know. Yeah. Uh, That might be funny, but it's not necessarily scary to me. Um. Chucky's but anyway, too. I don't think anything in this movie is scary. So, so right. uh, I, I shouldn't even do. I shouldn't even say Pet Cemetery is below this. But Pet Cemetery uh-huh. disappointed me. Uh, this disappointed me. But I would put Flatliners above Pet Cemetery below, and you would do Reanimator. Reanimator above. Classic film. Right. And what uh, below? Uh, Flatliners only because, like, this movie was trying to scare me and failing, but Flatliners wasn't really trying to do anything. That I approved of. <laughs> All right, yeah, I think you're right about that. Actually. Yeah. Uh And plus, there's nothing as bad as William Baldwin in this movie, so I should 
I should. Curb the thing about flat. Did it seem weird in Flatliners that Oliver Platt doesn't have a hell? Like he gets skipped over. Oh, I forgot about that. Maybe eating or something. I forgot about that sorry. actually. Huh. But the Baldwin has his hell is boobs. Boobism. <sighs> And what was his thing? He just wanted to film everybody how he was having yeah. sex with. So if he comes back from the dead, that's all that defines him. Oh, good lord! It's like that's his hell. All right, moving away from any of yeah, this. Yeah, see, crap, it's under. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to our. Um, oh God! You know club, what? Which we we watch a mini movie. We watch a movie every week. Um, after having watched. Uh, last week's movie, which was uh, uh, Kingsman Secret Service. So there's a movie that we watched that Kelly Wan decided that we should watch after having watched Kingsman that he was inspired to have us watch. And what was that movie, Mr. Wand? It was Real Man. Which why, I, why are you doing that big sigh? I, I felt like it didn't hold out. It seemed a little... All right. There's let's, parts let's, of it I like. Let's hear why why you what what you what you felt about it. When it when, first of all, when's the last time you saw this movie? Uh, I think when it came out. Whoa, you saw it when it came out? Yeah. See, so this is the first time I've ever seen it. So go ahead. What do you think about it? Uh, it's definitely a relic of the '80s. And oh I, yeah, definitely. I like its yeah. laziness. I remember I tried to find a thing that ties it in with this week's movie, even though that's sort of accidental. But like, um, the Lazarus effects laziness irritated me. While as a real man, I found it charming. Like yeah. they're going on a cross country trip, but everything's the same street, <laughs> same lighting. I kind of like that, and I think you know my rule about. I don't think that's fine. laziness, though. Isn't that just budget? No, there's laziness in other things. All right. Like, I don't know. I like the I like a couple parts of it. I like uh, the opening, and I like the fight at the house, and I like when he calls the family and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're at the mental hospital." Like that's their take on. <laughs> oh, that's what all these rockets and shit are doing, and all these creators. Like, were they at the house at the time? Even like they don't even care. So I kind of like that. Like, that's laziness, but of a good sort. And also the way it's just sort of episodic. Like, they just go to his dad's house. Remember the dad part? His parents' house. Yeah, yeah. I like how that was... I like the segue for that. But does it... Is, okay, so is that supposed to be, like, part of the themes of the movie? Of man, manliness and manhood? I don't... I that think... I, really think I honestly think real men is just something that... It's just <laughs> a shout out. Yeah, it's it's I don't think it has anything to do with the movie. Uh, I like Ritter. I like I like him in movies, and I like I like his character. But James Belushi's not as good as I remembered him being. James, I know they don't interact much. They really don't. Um, I thought they did in my memory. They really don't, but I think that's more Belushi's fault. Yeah, I think because so. I think one of the things I'm so glad you got me to watch this movie. Um, uh, I I can't say I liked it, um, but I like it less. Damn it, John Ritter! Uh, oh my god, so good. That guy is he just has this so. He is. What did you say? He just has an integrity about him. That's the perfect Kelly. That is the perfect way to put it. He 
has such integrity. Yeah. Um, and you wouldn't think that, you know, if you knew, like, I grew up with him on Three's Company. Yeah, and he had know? integrity on that, too, even though he was a pussy. You know? But I wouldn't have known that as a kid. I just thought it, was a, I thought it was a dopey show, and it was stupid, and it, you know, it's a stupid. Picture it without him. Oh, God, I can't. Uh, but but saying that he has integrity is the perfect way to put it. Um, but I thought he only came to that later in his career. In in a couple of movies, I really love him in. Remember, did uh, you ever see Hero at Large? What was that? Did you ever see this movie called Hero at Large, where he becomes a superhero even though he doesn't have powers? I, I have no idea what that is. What what is that? Uh, it's a movie I think from. 78 or 79. Jeez, no, I don't know. Yeah, how, it's, he's like an actor, and then he he's like an out-of-work actor, and then he puts on a costume and basically becomes kick-ass, kind of. Oh. It's mostly bumbling stuff. And then at the end, the whole city... He's in a burning house trying to save kids, and they all go in to save him. Oh, I have no idea what that is. I, you know... It, uh, he mainly came on my radar again um, in watching Sling Blade, um, and uh, and then watching uh, Bad Santa. Uh, yeah, so right, Bad Santa's weird too because it's like it's Bernie Mac also, and they have scenes together. That's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The movie had come uh, out; they were already both gone. Yeah, and and watching this movie reminded me, and I love that you use the word integrity because I think you are absolutely spot on. He, he's he got such great comic timing. He's so um, he's so committed to what he's doing. He doesn't overdo a thing. Uh, he's not like you would imagine a sitcom actor being thrown into this movie, and he has to deal with Belushi, who isn't really giving him much yeah. other than like a bunch of takes and goofy and goofiness. Um, and I really like Jim Belushi in uh, Red Heat, actually. Yeah, uh, I thought that uh, movie too. Uh, I really, character. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and, I, and I think he actually... I think he's better against Schwarzenegger than he is against yeah. Ritter because I think Ritter has more integrity, to be honest. Um, as much as I like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Red Heat, and I think they work together well, I don't think this works together. For, I mean, it just it it pair it. It's supposed to be right. It doesn't pair. Fa- they don't pair favorably. I mean, it's not like Groden and De Niro in in Midnight Run. They just don't work that well together, and and that's not either of their fault. But the one who worked well for me was John Ritter. And all I kept thinking was, my God, I love this guy. I love just so much of what he's doing. Um, And part of it is the script, too. I mean, there's just this goofy stuff with the gun in the garage. And, 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 I mean, it's just goofy. It just doesn't quite work. But he, damn, John Ritter was really, really good. Yeah. it's just so annoying to me that he's gone fucking he was so good he was really really good and just think of the things that he could have done as his career went on i mean he was so good in bad santa he was so good in sling blade such a really good and your word integrity again i'm sorry to harp on it but you nailed it man he just had such a great i don't know he had such a great soul um and you can see it you can feel it even in something as goofy as this, so I'm glad you got me to watch this because I, I, I missed I missed him. I mean, 
and and I, I, you know, what other? I mean, I don't have a whole lot of experience with watching him, and so it's great to see him like get to do a few things that are really good. Oh man, I have so much love for like like good looking people who use their bodies. So like they do the goofiest shit with their bodies, like usually in public. <laughs> He's got a couple of great lines in this. But he's like too, a leading man, yeah. That are silly lines that would that would from another and and he's a sitcom actor, so they should be like sitcommy. But there's like he he says uh, he says I think the line is like um, uh, like what do you like in a woman? I mean there there's just it it's a goofy line like uh, you know it's it's taken off of. Uh, Belushi's line about uh, like in a man, what do you like in a woman? I mean, it works so well. I, he's so good. Yeah, at the time, I think I gave Belushi like I go, okay, he's just he's his character's supposed to be phoning it in, so it maybe kind of makes sense. Ah, uh, yeah, that he's not really there. Like maybe that's a dramatic choice or comedic choice rather. Okay, just okay. a choice. Like, he could be doing more, but he's supposed to be the nonchalant character who's just saying banal shit while he <laughs> makes guns out of things. And, the, yeah, so, yeah. and uh, you know, it kind of makes sense on paper to me, I guess. It's just there weren't as many sustained sequences that I liked as I remember. Like, my memory seemed... Uh, you know what you just made me think of? You just yeah, made sure. me think of, uh, of Tom Cruise in Night and Day. Um, when yeah. He's on like right. the side of the truck, and while well, she's driving, and he's like, "You're doing a really good job, yeah. honestly. You're do, you're doing fine. You're doing you're doing good. I mean, it, and and he's so he's sort of supposed to be nonchalant, but but he's still he gets, Tom Cruise. But but he's still right Tom Cruise, that. but he's also still engaged. Yeah. Um, and I didn't ever feel that way with. I didn't feel like Jim Belushi was, uh, was connecting with no, John Ritter. But they also, I think the movie maybe gets a little distracted because it's like. He gets Ritter to think that he is badass, but then Belushi falls in love with the librarian chick, so suddenly he's stimulated. Yeah, right. right. Which I probably, it seems like I don't really, that's not the direction I really want to see the movie go, although, like, I can't tell if it's a reversal or that thing I hate where it's redemption, where both the characters are getting redeemed. Uh, My least favorite thing. All right. Fair enough. Uh, do we have any listeners who chimed in about this uh, this uh, Real Men movie that we saw this week? Grant Stewart writes. See, I, it's, as soon as I say someone's name, I start thinking, "Wait, was this one of the ones where they were not supposed to say the name?" Or they have a uh, that's true. Well, by n- I mean, people should know that if they don't want us to say their names, that they'll they say should write them to Stone at the top of the email. Right. Hey guys, enjoying the recent shows as always. Plus, plus Grant Stewart is an awesome name. I mean, yeah, I know. our listeners have the most awesome. Right. Jesus. Even if he said we should call him that, we should ignore him because I, I, it's too good a name to sit on. I can't. I, I, I want to go Olivia back to Wilde and tell my, my parents, like, don't, don't name me Christian Rosky. Name me Grant Stewart. Uh, what an awesome name. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Grant's good by itself. Yeah, but, Grant is awesome. Yeah. It reminds me of, uh, of actually of Sex Lights and Videotape, because the main character's name is Graham, Graham. and he and and he tells the other character, "I'm named that because my mom was an Anglophile." <laughs> well, every day means something, right? So, 
what was Ritter's name? Bob Wilson. See my point? Yeah, I hear you. Current anyway, go ahead. What does Grant Stewart have? Uh, Grant Stewart continues. Surprise, you haven't seen fit to squeeze in a review of Ex Machina? What? It is. What's Ex Machina? Uh, I think it, it hasn't come out yet, has it? Surprised? He's surprised we haven't seen fit to squeeze in a review of it. All right. Well, that's our response. What? I thought Ex Machina was, was, a, was one of the... Uh, trailers I was avoiding r- lately but okay I'm sure we'll see it All that's right. my vote I know it would have been a sacrifice to have missed out on having Kelly's size black hat Jupiter sending Kingsman or the majestic 50 shades of derivatives it's not a real movie is my favorite quote of 2015 fucking January eh? see I think he's Canadian and this is he spells favor with you too in this next part uh, awesome Please do yourselves a favor and see X Machine X Machina by any means necessary. See Canadians see it ahead of us. What is X Machina? I don't know. He's really upset we didn't see it, so I guess we should see it. We only have three or four listeners, but they're very devoted. I don't think X Machina is even out now. And 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 it seems to me that um X Machina was directed by the um twenty one days later dude. Wasn't it? Uh, Danny Boyle? No, 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 no. The other guy. The guy who wrote it. Later. Oh, I can't, uh, I can't. Garland. Oh, Garland. Yeah, um, Simon uh, Alex. Alex. There you go. Alex Garland. Alex Thank Garland. you, Kelly Wan. Very well then. Alex Garland. See names mean things. Yeah. It's not. Uh, that's not out yet. When is that coming out? Ex Machina? Uh, forget it. He's All right. seen it. Is the implication that he's seen it? Or am I making... All right. Alex, I mean, uh, Grant, we're, we're trying to parse. We'll, we'll see it when we can, but it's not out yet here. Stop it. Yeah, stop taunting us. Yeah, how our, dare you? It's only LA. Yeah, that's a good point. I might move to Germany. I'll explain later. Oh, God. If I move to Germany, does stuff even come out in English over there? Viva C. Viva C. I can't decide whether it's just a really good movie or a masterpiece. <laughs> Saw it a month ago. <laughs> Best president or bestest president and the fact i'm still debating it in my head is a good sign this is pretty much how i felt about under the skin a month after i saw it sorry for the lofty comparison you guys have kind of sacrificed uts now oh sanctified not sacrificed sorry sanctified hopefully you'll be able to review it but i feel it's necessary for you guys to see a good new movie to bring you back to civilization i guess he spelled it with an s civilization i think he's wow what's going on i don't know He's wearing it on his sleeve, the maple leaf. Before I have to listen to you review Pirates of the Caribbean 9 or Prometheus with a Vengeance. <laughs> Did you see the Alien 5? It's going to be, uh, what's his face? I don't know what you're talking about. Blomkamp, Chappie. He's going to make Alien 5. Did you see that? No, I did not. But he's Is gonna he going to do that after he does the Halo movie? And World of Warcraft. Right, Wait, good. so Raimi. Keep up the good work, guys, and best wishes to Tom. Uh, uh, Aaron Vaughn writes, This week we were asked to watch Real Men, but after wrestling with the movie I just watched, I'm not sure I saw the right 1987 science fiction comedy. And what I saw, John Ritter dies right away, and 20 minutes later watches imitation Bill Murray make a baseball fly by putting a pen in it. Dingus, did you ever see uh, Moving Violations with John Murray as a traffic school? He was trying to do like a Bill Murray impression. But it was John no. Murray. Do you know who John Murray is? 
John Murray is is the brother like, that doesn't he like go golfing with him a lot or something? Uh, Brian Doyle's the good one. John is right. the Stephen Baldwin. Right. I just had food poisoning though, so maybe it was all a fever dream. It was also uh, <laughs> did you say World of Warcraft, the Warcraft movie? Uh, I made a joke about it. All right, because that's. Stuck I think in, we just saw it. That's at, stuck in Jones, isn't it? Uh, yes. All right. Like, lately, I mean, it was with Sam Raimi at one point. Oh, all right. It know. goes through a lot of phases. I predict it never gets made. Let's see if I'm crazy. All right. Fair enough. It was also a departure from the reparations that the Mini Penny Club has made for the string of bad movies they were inspired from. That it actually showed me something worse than Kingsman. Ouch. He spells Kingsman Ian, which I think is even on the website. Yeah, Tom. Tom originally said we're next week we're saying Kingsman. Kingsman instead of Kingsman. Yeah. But there's only one. The movie goes to great lengths to point that out. Yep. It's not. But it's not even like the title of the comic book is just Secret Service, isn't it? Right. We mangled the part they added. Yep. Still, without knowing how lucid I was, I'm going to chalk up extendable shoelaces. Aliens learning a national sport by being given the ball it's played with. Yeah, I know. And being pretty turned on by the dad to bad luck food-wise. John Ritter wasn't really wearing a Thriller-inspired shirt, was he? I can't tell what's real here. <laughs> and then, on the off chance that everything I saw did happen, I'm even more confused. Real Men's a rare movie that makes me feel stupid, not in the way I feel my IQ dropped after seeing it, but because it was so clumsy that I feel as if I'm looking at it the wrong way. Every scene further deflates an already flat movie. Am I not in on the jokes? Look how much you wrote about real men. Wow. Maybe it's genius and I'm an idiot. This is longer than the script for real men. But there's so many ways to frame this movie to make it work on some level, but each opportunity is sideswiped by the film itself. Thanks for the pod acts, Aaron. Uh, okay, so people lambasted me so far for picking it. <laughs> I appreciate Aaron watching the movie and writing that much about it. That's I, awesome. Yeah, when I saw it, I felt bad. I felt a little guilty um, for picking it. Like, oh shit. Oh no, you should never. Uh, who cares? You should never feel guilty about these uh, picks. That's uh, awesome. No, because after <sighs> Kelly, you got me to see John Ritter again and and re- remember how much I love that dude, and so that was worth it for me. I mean, no, watching it's it, right. It's a flat movie. I don't know. Who cares? It is. I it. mean, both of you are right. It's a, it's not a good movie, but watching that guy and how talented he is, and just thinking. I mean, it makes me sad, of course, to think that we lost him. Um, but watching him again and thinking about, God, what a talent he was and how many people missed that fact. Uh, because, you know, he... They always do. They he had a sitcom like career, um, which was a respectable career. Uh, but he won Emmys. Is, is not respected. And then you see him in something like this, and you remember, oh, my God, all those things that he could have done. I mean, it's it's bittersweet because it is wonderful to see a talent like that. Because John Ritter is was fucking a talented guy. I mean – He it, was respected, though. He had like three series. He was in making a series when he died. 
yeah, eventually, but he was in Three's Company, and that's not what you would call Hollywood respected. So mm-hmm. you could you could dismiss him as a Three's Company actor. But if you watch this and you remember the other things that he did later on, you re- you realize, boy, that guy and your word integrity again to harp on it is absolutely spot on. He really knew what he was doing. Um, oh man, it was so great to for for that reason alone, Kelly. Uh, you suggesting that was a great idea because I got to see him again and I wasn't expecting to have the, I mean, he even just little lines that he delivered were so gave me so much joy. It was really a pleasure to watch even though it's a crappy movie. I think. There's not that much to choose from either. Like I'm hero at large and this and probably yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so or the one where he's in TV hell with Jeffrey Jones, and Pam Dobbers' his wife, and he's like obsessed with television. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Not switching channels. But anyway, it's just anyway. it was it was it was it was worth it to be able to see him again because he's, he's just trying to expose the young kids like, on to the John Ritters of our youth. All right, I am going to expose for next week's mini movie club of Palooza. Wait, I had more to read. All right, go ahead. Chris Barkard said rights. We can't skip Chris Barkard. Oh, of course not. Hey, guys, who are those clowns? Real Men certainly has a lot of stuff in it. Terrible sound effects, aliens, Belushi getting shot in the same place on his arm twice within a week, someone using his hand as a gun, a CIA clown unit, and the titular character from the 70s Ilsa movies playing Jim Belushi's transsexual father. (laughs) (laughs) That's that dad thing is so weird. Oh my yeah, God, that is so weird. That's what it, see. That's that's what I meant by laziness. Like it's just like, all right, this happened. Well, the the, high, the, mission. the glad to meet you, Dad thing is so weird, and and it ends with that, a sound effect like a who goes ooga, and then they move on to the next thing. So the worst part of if you're going to talk about laziness is a milkman joke. Really, milkman. He is like, oh, the milk is uh, okay. The milkman's been visiting a lot. You had milkmen. You have a carton of milk. You don't have bottles of milk in your fridge. There's no milkmen. Stop it. Well, and he, the milkman's also bringing the milk because he's hitting on the wife, but not right. successfully. Oh, jeez. But still giving the milk anyway. So she's taking the milk, but not. I liked the Garage Band though. Yeah, me too. But I, I did kind of like the that weird creepy dad like making out with him and his like glad to meet you dad moment I kind of like that it was weird and creepy and didn't make any sense but I liked it and then, like, I didn't uh, expect it out of this this era movie that there would be like this transsexual dad making out with him and it's such a it's weird like something story. from a racer head it really it's really from another movie it's yeah. not from this like level of movie it was so and it's before weird. the clown joke so it's like okay we did transsexual jokes uh, yeah, and yeah. there's like a bad magazine actually cracked, cracked. Chris said about the, the finger gun I forgot that how weird that sequence is that's funny and the pen thing is like their whole budget so they spent all their money I'm assuming on, on the floating pen yeah apple gag right I was pretty bummed out when I watched this movie late Friday after hearing that Leonard Nimoy about Leonard Nimoy's passing and having watched Lazarus Effect. While not a big fan of the movie, it did cheer me up after watching it. I enjoy watching John Ritter perform and I cracked up when Mahoney shows up at the climactic shootout, shoots one of the bad guys and says, I'm with you, Nick. Then gets gets shot and Belushi off camera says, I don't think so. The laugh was very welcome. Thanks, guys. Chris. 
He's Canadian too, by the way. All right, Paul Weimer's the last one. Paul Weimer. All right, well, before you do Paul Weimer, watch your mic noise, please. Oh, sorry. You know what? I'm just going to get a real mic. I think this thing's just too... That's okay. Twice just, just don't keep rubbing it with sandpaper and we'll be fine. I'm not. I think my skull is contorting. All right. Because it got injected with Elmer's glue from Lazarus Effect. It's messed up the contours. Paul Weimer writes, I wasn't able to get a hold of the movie again. Amazon wanted it for an insane price. And for a pan and scan version of the movie at that, I finally remember it back in the day, but I do wonder if the suck fairy would hit me upon rewatching it. Anyway, I just wanted to reaffirm that I appreciate it too. You keeping the torch going all the time has been recuperating. Best regards as always, Paul Wimmer. Okay, that's it. What were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say thank you, Paul, very much. Yeah, it was really expensive on Amazon. Luckily, I had a friend I could borrow it from, but uh, but yeah, it was like 50 bucks on Amazon for real men. Um, uh, all that said, Paul, uh, Tom. Really? Uh, yeah, it was like fifty bucks on Amazon. Uh, Tom, Tom is recuperating. He's doing very well. Uh, he's doing more like gaming nights and and being able to play games and teach people games and whatnot. That's just a fact. He's just not. Uh, he's just not uh, certain that he can do an hour long um, podcast yet. As soon as he's sure that he can do that. Uh, he will, and he'll be back. And I, believe me, he can't wait to be back, and we can't wait to have him. But thank you for saying that, uh, Paul. Uh, so is that all the uh, yes. emails? Yes, all right, so thank for you for next, writing them. Next week is something that is a very recent movie. Um, and I don't think we got to do – we didn't do a podcast of Lucy, did we? No, we didn't. We did not. Um I really want to see Lucy again. All I kept thinking while I was watching The Lazarus Effect was how much I loved Lucy and how much uh, any girl or woman I have talked to or seen the movie with did not like it. Um, So I would like to revisit Lucy. Uh, What's cool about this is that Tom wrote a – best movie you'll see all month uh, you know uh, on the front page of quarter three tom will o- often uh do best thing you'll see all week worst thing you'll see all week kind of a feature um and he wrote one about lucy um so that so i would like to be able to uh watch lucy again talk a bit about it and uh, and maybe read a bit of what tom might have written about it um because i remember uh being inspired to see that by Tom and going to see it with him and really, really liking it and really being surprised by almost any woman I've talked to not liking it. So I'm interested to see it again after seeing uh, Lazarus Effect because it constantly made me think of Lucy. We didn't do it because, or we didn't do a podcast about it because that was the week Dwayne Johnson's Hercules movie came out. Ah, very good. Uh, You have seen Lucy though. Yeah. All right, good. So, so let's talk about it next week when Save our mini thoughts. movie club, Appalooza. Um, and for next week's main movie of the week, we've already <laughs> discussed it. We've already said something similar. See, the, uh, the major release next week is Chappie, uh, which is directed by Neil Blomkamp. Um, I don't think there's anything else really coming out that we want to see. Uh, but I think I think – March. Um, one of the things that was cool as we were going to see the movie is that is you know Tom turned to me and he said you know March is full of stuff that's really exciting to see. So I'm pretty excited about March. Uh, so we will we will kick off March um, 
the first main movie of the of the March year <laughs> will what? be. I know, I know. We have a podcast. Yeah, I know. We do we'll this. be uh, we'll be chappy. So we'll we'll try chappy out and um, take for a and test. We'll do our mini movie Club of Palooza of Lucy. Uh, I have been. Oh, uh, uh, before I say who I am, uh, if you get a chance to see Lucy, please do. Uh, give us a little uh, review of it. You can just like uh, a couple of lines uh, and write that into our three by three address at quarter three dot com. That's three x three at quarter three dot com. Spell all of that out. Um, also, uh, follow us on Twitter. That is uh, Tom Chick or QT three on Twitter, and uh, and like us on Facebook, which is our quarter to three Facebook fa- page. We would love for that. And as soon as Kelly Wan gets a Twitter account, I will give you all of those information. I'm going to get a microphone and Twitter on the same day. All right, great. I have it all planned out. Uh, In the meantime, I have been uh, Christian Morosky for the Quarter 3 Movie Podcast, and I have been joined here by Kelly Wan. Number five is alive. Remember? Your favorite, Ali Sheedy. Scalpel. Dingus, I saw a freeway condition sign that said, fuck you, chick, on it. What do you think about it? There's a reason evolution happens slowly. Prometheus? Again?